We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. I'm your host Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Another quick hits episode of the podcast where I'm going to be going over all my key takeaways from day five of Packers practice. Not a day of like a ton of major events or key takeaways, but still a ton of fun things to discuss. So let's jump into it right away. Players not practicing included David Bakhtiari. I don't think any major issue or thing to worry about here, but slightly interesting that he kind of quote unquote dropped out of practice on Saturday and then did not practice today. So no major concern yet, but one to slightly keep an eye on a little bit. Then Rashawn Gary, Eric Stokes, Grant Dubose, and Dontavian Wicks remained out. No other new injuries, but the, the Bakhtiari one just a little bit more likely than not. Probably just him uh, having his normal rest days and then being very careful with him, which Matt LaFleur mentioned prior to the start of camp that they were going to do, but just a slight one to monitor there. Um, Peyton Manning was in attendance, so there was that. Apparently, he's pitching the Packers on an idea for something. It had nothing to do with Jordan Love on his quarterback series, apparently, but he has some idea that he wanted to talk to the Packers about, so he was in attendance. Always cool to see Peyton Manning at you know anywhere, but especially Packers practice, right? Your starters on the day, at least in the first team drills, offense was Jordan Love at quarterback, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in that pony package at running back, Luke Musgrave at tight end, who remains tight end number one so far throughout you know OTA's mini camps and training camp so far, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs at wide receiver, Yash Nyman at left tackle with Bakhtiari out, Jenkins, Myers, John Runyon Jr., and Zach Tom at right tackle. And then TJ Slayton and Kenny Clark along the defensive line, Hollins and Preston Smith at edge again, Quay and Campbell at inside linebacker, Douglas and Jair outside, Nixon was in the slot, and then Ford and Savage at safety. All right, let's kick things off then with Jordan Love, as we usually do in his performance on the day. Overall, I thought he threw the ball well, but I want to talk about four specific plays. And let's start with a deep ball to Christian Watson that had everybody buzzing. So, 
It looked like a sort of like a trips opportunity to the side. Um, it ended up with Christian Watson against Innis Gaines in coverage. And that's some of the things that Matt LaFleur is trying to accomplish with his pre-snap motions and his bunch formations. It's, can you get an advantageous matchup? And the ability to move Christian Watson around, put him on the X, the Y, the Z, and you know wherever you want to put him, you can put him. And in this specific situation, you get Watson matched up with Innis Gaines. And I thought Gaines did about as well as could be expected in that situation, but Watson had a step on him and Love led him perfectly. It looked in real time like there was a little bit of pressure on Love and, and certainly, you know, when the bullets are flying, like everything looks intense, right? But you look, you watch the video and it didn't look like there was that much pressure on him overall, but either way, hits Watson in stride and it looked like, like Watson just glided to the ball at the end in a very beautiful way. The ball was perfect. The the route was perfect. The speed, the acceleration, and Watson just cruises in for what would have been a 60-yard touchdown. Tip your cap to Ennis Gaines. You live to see another day. Sometimes the guy across from you is just running a 4-240, and there's only so much you can do as a hybrid safety slash you know slot corner in that type of position. But Love spotted the mismatch, saw Watson running, and hit him in stride, and that's all you can do with that specific play. Another play that stood out to me for Jordan Love also involved Christian Watson, and it is basically a run-pass option, but it was more likely than not a, a pure running play that they wanted to, but you know, Love has the ability, if he sees something on the backside with Christian Watson running a slant route, you know, we saw that with Brett Favre back in the day where he would run that quick smoke slant screen and the, or slant route, excuse me. And then, um, you know, we've seen that with Rodgers, et cetera. But I love the read on the play. He noticed that Watson was inside on Jair. There was nobody to contain it. He goes to, you know, do the quick handoff and then immediately bounces back, hits Watson right over the middle, right in stride and uh, picks up easy yardage. And those are the type of plays that just mental processing that you want to see Jordan go to the right spot and make the right read. He did so. Jair was in coverage. It didn't matter. Watson had the inside track, got the ball to him and, I don't know, picked up probably eight, nine yards maybe on the play, which maybe doesn't sound like much, but running game is so freaking hard to pick up, you know, decent yardage on any given run that if you can, you know, show run quick and then do that quick smoke, uh, you know, slant on the outside and pick up nine yards, that's a winning football play. And again, something that you love to see from Jordan Love in his progress as a passer. And then finally, or the third one, I should say, he hit Quay Walker right in the numbers and that was his first really bad throw of training camp. It comes on day five and, and really day four of team activities where they were actually doing stuff and not just going through walkthroughs. But that was the first one, two minute drill, first play of the drive down by seven, deep in their own territory. And he did not see Quay go into that zone and he hit him right in the chest. It should have been a pick for Quay, should have ended the drive right there. And it didn't, unfortunately. And that's one of those plays where I talk about where like sometimes you can have a play in practice where everything goes right. And like the offense, defense, like everyone did good things. This is one where everything goes wrong, right? You've got Jordan making the poor read on the play. You've got Quay right in the red spot, ready to make an interception and a, and a game winning in, you know, pick on, on the play. And he drops it like you want to see somebody make a play, right? Overall, good defense. They were in the right spot at the right time, just couldn't come up with the interception. But that, like I said, was the first time that they really fooled Jordan Love in any real capacity. He did have the one interception where Devondre Campbell picked it off on a deflected pass by Jair Alexander, who got his hand in there and the ball flew up and Campbell was able to come down with it. But overall, like Love has done a phenomenal job of avoiding turnovers and mistakes. That was one he's going to want to have back and look at the tape a little bit more and learn from it, I'm sure. But that was, like I said, 
First time, four real days of practice, not including the walkthrough, that he made a very poor decision with the ball. He lived to see another down. It didn't matter. The defense was ultimately able to get off the field for and out and uh, held the offense on the drive, but would have liked to see Quay hold on to that one, or maybe more importantly, Jordan just not throw the ball right to Quay Walker would have been nice as well. But that was his first one. You're willing to give a little bit accident forgiveness on day four uh, of real practice, you know, where, where he makes a mistake, and especially with the decisions he's been making up until that point. And then on that same drive, two-minute drill, you have the the almost interception to Quay. You've got a little four-yard pass to Aaron Jones, then an incomplete pass. And then on fourth down, looks like there's some pressure. Jordan has to bail to the outside. He rolls to his right, fading away, like sort of like in midair almost. And Jaden Reed's coming open down the field and he hits Jaden Reed with a beyond amazing throw. I mean, it was gorgeous. It hits Reed right on the sideline. I couldn't tell from the angle that we were at if there was like an opportunity for Reed to get his feet down. Either way, the ball is in Reed's hand and, and Reed just, you know, doesn't ultimately catch it. But my goodness, that was an absolute, you know, just perfect ball in the perfect spot for Jaden Reed and like fading away pressure in his face, like just absolutely put it on him. And there's some like poetic justice or karma to the fact of like on the opening play of the drive, Love throws his worst ball of training camp so far and should have been picked, but it's incomplete. And on the fourth play, arguably maybe his best ball of camp so far and it's dropped and it's incomplete. So Again, from a Packers fan standpoint, you would have loved to see Love not throw the the pick to Quay. That if it does go to Quay, that he actually makes the pass, and then you know from when Love does make the amazing throw, that Reed could have come down with it. So not a lot of things to celebrate in that situation, other than the ridiculous throw by Jordan Love to get it to Reed in the first place. But overall, um, those were the four big throws from Jordan's day. Again, beautiful deep ball to Christian Watson, the RPO play to Christian the throw to Quay that he'd like to have back, and then a beyond gorgeous ball to Jaden Reed, where I don't know how he got it there, but somehow he did. And unfortunately, like if Reed would have caught that, we would have been talking about that throw. Everyone would have been talking about that throw far more than even the 60-yard touchdown to Christian Watson, because fading away on the run, the degree of difficulty on fourth down, two-minute drive on the line, to throw that ball in that spot and give Reed a chance at it was amazing. That was some you know prime Aaron Rodgers-esque stuff. It's just unfortunate that Reed, who had a nice practice in his been playing really well, just couldn't come down with that one, unfortunately. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Carrington Valentine, really quick. Uh, he, I'll, I'll start by saying this. He got beat up uh, a little bit in the one-on-ones. I'm not so concerned about that. One-on-ones are really difficult for defensive backs. Like they're just kind of in no man's land and it's really, really hard, especially when you're more of like an outside corner. He was matched up a lot against Jaden Reed and they were kind of in like a slot with a two-way go. Like I don't I don't really buy too much into that for Valentine, who's been nothing short of fantastic so far in Green Bay. But he did get beat up a little bit in the one-on-one specifically by Jaden Reed. But he had a play in the, their two-minute drill and that like the number twos with Sean Clifford where it was fourth down and he was all over Malik Heath on a play and it was a contested catch. Malik Heath came down with it. I think Valentine held him short of the first down on fourth down. They called it a first, that drive continued, but either way, the contest was great. And like I said, I think Valentine probably had him a little bit short. Either way, good play on his, uh, on his part there. But more importantly, Danny Etling to Malik Heath on a little out route earlier in practice and I don't know if Heath wasn't on the right page or just sort of telegraphed it a bit. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but the ball was not a good one. The route didn't look great and uh, the timing was off and Valentine took advantage of it. He jumped the route from the get-go, made the play on the ball, picked it off and house called it. So pick six for Carrington Valentine. And these are the type of plays that we're making. We're seeing him bat a a ball away against Christian Watson on a jump ball opportunity uh, a couple practices ago. He had a great play against Romeo Dobbs in OTAs and mini camps where he batted the ball away. Like we're now seeing a pick six against Malik Heath. Like there's some big time stuff. And he actually had an opportunity to be in that A team for, I don't think I've seen him with the A team before. So again, there's the Jordan Love side and then there's the other side. And it's not like the ones because there's a ton of guys rotating in with the, the A team as well. Uh, but he was on that side for the first time and he has earned it. He's played extremely well so far in his short career in Green Bay. And he paid it off with a house call against Danny Etling in this specific practice. On the downside, man, Lou Nichols has to work on his hands. I think he's dropped a pass in just about every single practice I've watched. And I haven't even been watching that much of Lou Nichols. He had two drops in practice, one in individual drills, and then at a team drill where he was just on a check down and the ball hits him in the hands and it just it completely falls to the ground. This is not a speed back. This is not a big time playmaking back. This is a more of a power back who you can give the ball to and he, you know, um, you know, has good vision, a little bit of wiggle, like I said, some good power. But if you're not a playmaker and you don't have the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, like your ceiling is only so high, right? You have extreme limitations in that standpoint. So Nichols has got to work on some stuff and he needs to just be better because if you can't catch the ball in the NFL, in the modern NFL, that's going to be a problem. Like I said, he's dropped a pass, I feel like almost every single day so far. So that's going to be a work in progress for Nichols. Plays of the day, Jordan Love to Christian Watson, 60 yards, amazing throw, amazing catch, all of it great. And then Carrington Valentine pick six on Danny Etling. So those are the two big plays. My players of the day, Carrington Valentine, even though he got beat up a little bit in one-on-ones, the play in the team is far more important. Had a couple big plays, including the pick six. Christian Watson, uh, he had a awesome play in one-on-ones where he jumped through the clouds to go up on a contested catch against Jair Alexander, who was all over it. But Watson just out-muscled him, out-jumped him, out-everythinged him. It was only a five-yard play, but like the effort that Watson put in to go up and get it was nothing short of extraordinary. Really, really impressive stuff. And then, of course, the 60-yard touchdown. Thought Razul Douglas was solid all day, especially in one-on-ones. He was shut down against Romeo Dobbs and then played well in team. And then Carl Brooks, a couple uh, a couple big plays in the backfield, including a would-be sack as well. So I'll go over that uh, in tomorrow's episode, breaking down all of practice a little bit more. But those were definitely my, my four players to take away. And then one more quick one here. 
Joe Barry wearing a bucket hat on the day. Bucket hat Joe Barry. Kudos to him as well. I thought he had a really nice day on defense. The defense won almost everything on the day. Outside of the 60-yard touchdown from, from Love to Watson, I thought the defense was pretty darn dominant. I asked for some playmaking, uh, some more playmaking in yesterday's episode. You had the Carrington Valentine pick six. Quay Walker should have had a pick. That's not Joe Barry's fault that he dropped it. He put Walker in a position to succeed. Walker just couldn't come down with the play, but he should have had a game ceiling interception. You had a couple sacks, including one from Carl Brooks. The defense held tight all day. They won all three two-minute drills. Easy to be harsh on Joe Barry, and part of that is just some of the stuff we've seen over the last couple of years. But defense was awesome uh, on the day, and uh, I think he certainly deserves some de- you know degree of credit for that as well. So bucket hat Joe Barry. Offenses, be prepared. You don't know what's coming at you when when Joe Barry's got the bucket hat going. It's it's going to be a long day for you, is what you know is going to happen when that when that takes place. So. That's going to do it for me today in my quick hits. Thank you as much, so much as always for joining me. I'll be right back here tomorrow with a full breakdown of Packers practice. But until then, and until next time, go Pack Go. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.